Happy birthday! Um, it, candles. It, it's it's not my birthday. Happy birth! Happy birthday! Blow the candles. It's it's not your it's not yours either, is it? No, no. no. But shh, there's cake. Oh, there's cake. Happy birthday, someone! Happy birthday to you, them. Ah, what a what a reasonable excuse for cake. <laughs> Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Magnetdale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magnetdale. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. It's it's us too. We talk about what we've done in the week and stuff. How you doing? I exist in the world. Yeah. In the world, that, in the world of 2022, I exist. You are here. You continue to be. I am here. Yep. Ah. Uh, Someone asked me uh, today... Uh, and, and have you been experiencing a lot of stress recently? I was like, it's 2022 I'm, and I'm, I live in the world. I'm living, I, I'm experiencing the natural amount of stress that comes with living in the end of the end times. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the background level of stress. No, no individual stress. You know. Uh, but you know what's not stressful? Playing video games and playing things and playing and watching and listening to things. What have you played this week? What have I played this week? I've yeah. played... Uh, not a huge amount. I don't feel like I've played a huge amount TM. Yeah. Uh, I replayed Katamari Damashi Reroll. Ooh, how'd you find it? It's as good as it has always been. Hooray! If a little short. Every Everyone needs a comfort game you go back to every now and then. I kind of want them to re-release uh, We Love Katamari, because... That'd be great. Do, 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 do remaster that one, because that was also good, and it's more Katamari, and I enjoy yeah. the Katamari. From what I can tell, the, the remake remaster of the first one did really well, so fingers crossed we get more. Mm -hmm. That'd be good. Yes, do it. Um, uh, yeah, roll things up. Make big Cartoon ball. styling, make big ball. Maybe roll up the entire world, maybe? Mayhaps. Question? Question? Mm -hmm. uh, what about you? What have you played? Oh, there's one thing that I've uh, that we've both played and we both finished. Mm -hmm. uh, we both played through the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. The Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Yes. Um, so in terms of how much content's in there, I know a lot of people were like, I don't know how much game there's going to be in this. Like, is this sequel? Is this a little bit of addition? There is about as much content in this, I think, as the original uh, Stanley Parable in terms of time to complete. Um, I will note that you will probably get through this quicker than you did the original Stanley Parable because a lot of the working out how to get endings um, is not, you know, was a thing that slowed down progress in the original and not so much here. But I feel like there is a similar amount of content itself to be seen. Um... I I really like Ultra Deluxe. I think that it does a good job of acknowledging that it can't be the same thing twice. You can't pull the same trick twice. Well, okay, we in, in, in the sense that you can't be the critically acclaimed game that makes a uh, noticeable statement that other games haven't made about the nature of video games as an art form isn't a thing you can really do twice because you've done that and people go into this knowing that. Mm. And instead of trying to be that, it is a game about, you know, from my perspective, it seems like a game about the creators struggling with 
how do you create in the wake of not how do you cre- how do you create when you can't just do the same thing again and how do you get around the paralyzing feeling that can sometimes come from have i made the best thing i can make and now anything i do after this won't be that mm. and i think that it does a good job of using that as an excuse to play a little around in the space of what would we even do if we made more of this and then kind of make a nice point with that. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess. it's. Um, <clears throat> I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I, I liked some of the new content. There did come a point where I wanted to go and experience something yeah. from earlier in the new content. Because yes. basically, if you haven't played the game before, it will ask you when you first boot up, have you played yeah. Stanley Parable before? If so, we will make it easier to get to the new content more quickly. Mm. Um, otherwise, you will basically have to do a certain number of endings and that will start yeah. to trigger new content. Mm. So, I think I did like two or possibly three endings. I think three feels about right. Uh, yeah, because I did the true ending, the um, falling off the... Um, mm. uh, the the moving walkway the, thing. Yeah, the moving walkway thing, because that, I knew that was an easy one to get to. And I think, like, one other, um, possi- possibly the alternate version of the... No, yeah. it wasn't. Um, yeah, anyway, I, I did another ending, and, and then it was like, hey, remember this used to be just a door yeah. anywhere else? Now it says new content on it. <laughs> Go and be in this expo that really reminded me of Devolverland. It's expo. very Devolverland. And I experienced all of that on stream hmm. and then I was out of that area and I had a an item that I could pick up pretty much every run that would sort of remix some things that would sort of change how if I did all the things that I would usually do to get an ending yeah. or even started heading assuredly in the correct direction for an, a, an ending yeah. that I would basically then get a different ending themed around this object. Yes. <laughs> and there they came a point where I just felt like, I feel like I've seen enough of this, and it didn't help that, as opposed to you, who had clearly gone, okay, I've played some of this, and you were, you were playing on the Steam Deck, so it was, yeah. I played some of this, okay, I'm going to power the Steam Deck off and come downstairs yeah. or go upstairs, I'm going to power it back on again. So you were going in and out, and you were yeah. getting a lot more of the... Um, like the stuff when you first turn the game yes. on, and it's like, hey, set the clock, or yes, um, make sure the computer is barely mm. visible, and more of that stuff plays into activating certain other things. Yes, um, and eventually, like being able to get to the end end. Yeah, but you have to have done that. So we're yeah. me in two big sessions going. I've played through, like I've done a three or four hour session and then I've gone back and done another yeah. two hours Yeah, over the course of two days because I wasn't triggering stuff by turning it off and yeah. on again constantly I wasn't able to move forward in the same way you were yes and that is definitely a fair criticism I got to a point where I had done every single possible ending and you yeah and I was like but I want to go back and and see the expo again cuz yeah there must maybe maybe there was something else there or maybe mm. there's something different there now and there is no 
obvious way in the game of getting back there. Yeah. And at first I was like, well, maybe it's random because it was fairly, seemed fairly random how I mm. got the new content in the first place. Yeah. Is that door just gone now? Do I never get to see that stuff again? Mm. And yes and no. You can just delete your save and start yeah. the whole thing again. But um, there, there did come a point on that second day in that second session where I was just starting to think, I'm not feeling like I've got getting the best experience from this. That's fair. Um, I think I had a, maybe a better experience of it because I was going in and out in little bits. Um, in part because I'd heard that it was about the same length as the original and I'd sort mm. of geared myself to expect maybe four hours of new content. And I very much didn't want to mainline through that and finish it all in a night and go, yep. That that's that's that video game gone, and I I it, none of it is new for me anymore. Mm. Um, and I tried to deliberately sort of meter it out over a few days, which definitely caused some interactions to work in a more natural way. Mm. Um, but yeah, I recognise that a lot of my enjoyment for this is very specific to um. It's very specific to playing this as a person that has had some of the thoughts and c fears about my own creative work that this has to, that this touches on in some places, mm -hmm. and I know that that's not going to resonate universally. No, but it it felt pretty wonderful to me. Yeah. I I have things I want to say about it. There's, I have stuff I want to write about about it. I, I finished it and was like, I instantly have feelings I want to write down in a way I haven't with a game in a little while. Um, uh, it ain't going to be for everyone. No. And I, I, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed my time with it. Um, I think somehow for all the, the time that has been spent, the delays, the hype around it, I was ex perhaps expecting more from it. Indeed. Um, and That's fair. It does tread a lot of the same path. Even though there is like a bit of a spin on it, um, I enjoyed going back because I haven't played the original Stanley Parable for a while. I think I went back to it last year and yeah. maybe did like a little bit of a playthrough on stream. Yeah, so it was maybe a little bit fresher in my mind. But like, it's it's a fun experience. I think Ultra Deluxe is best suited for people who've never played the original. I think quite. I I kind of disagree. I think they will get the most out of it. I, I kind of disagree in that I think the new content works better if you played it originally and then haven't touched it in a while and come back to it. I think that's who the new content is geared for. And I don't know whether the new content will have the same impact if you play it back to back with the original stuff. Maybe not, but I think that as an overall experience, mm. I think... A new player will get more out of it. Uh, maybe if you could, in fact, some way sort of go, hey, there is cause for you to go and sit with this. Yeah. I feel like there's maybe room for, say you've not played it before, uh, presumably it'll let you play a lot more of the original before it pops up the new content door. Mm -hmm. And when you see the new content door, just go walk away for a bit. Yeah. That might be the best way to go do it. Go find a forum, go chat to other people who've just played it. Yeah. Talk about if you've got all the original endings. Yeah. Give I, it a, a week or a month, yeah. and then come back and play the new I, content. And I think yeah. that you will you will get the most for the f f bang for your buck, as it were. Yeah. Um, I, and also go play the original Stanley Parable demo because yeah. it's a whole separate thing. It is, and it's great. Yeah. 
Um, I think there is maybe something to be said for, and I think this is interesting, the... The game was only ever announced as a as a port to consoles with a few extra endings, and expectations grew the longer it was delayed. Yeah. And I feel like there is definitely some stuff in the new content that feels like, oh, you were making a, an enhanced port and then panicked that people expected more of you, mm. and didn't hide that fear away but acknowledged it within the work mm. and i think there's like there's a lot about this that i like i would love to interview the developers i want to talk to them at some point i'd give give the game some space first but mm. like i find it fascinating as a piece of work even if it's not going to be perfect for everyone yeah. it is a very interesting creative project yeah. and i and i think i will probably enjoy it more for Coming back to it in a couple of years, resetting my save, and just doing the whole thing start to finish yeah. again, and and re appreciating that because already there are bits from the new content that like I would like to see again fully yeah. that you can't just like re-trigger in the game. I, I haven't tried yet, but after that very last thing you do. Mm -hmm. Um, it's implied that you can go back into some of the new content. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, so you do that. Yeah. You get to the very bottom slash end of that. Yeah. And you encounter the thing at the very yeah. bottom. Yes. If you go back into the game, yeah. that first boot, and I don't know if this is constant thereafter, but that first boot, the door that is the new content door will be open. Okay. But yeah. The content beyond that won't all be open. Okay. Um, because it's like, you've already been here. Okay, okay, I see. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I have I have complicated, nuanced thoughts about it. And... If you haven't been there, then I will tell you that there are, there are a couple of little things. It is worth taking the item with you. Um, because, obviously, you didn't have the item... Initially, yes, and, yeah. and you will at, at, at at least one point get quite a shock. I need to check that out. I will probably you do that while I'm travelling tomorrow. Um, but that's the thing. I've been enjoying saving little bits of this so yeah. that I can be like, oh, oh, like I haven't looked at walkthroughs, and I'm sure there's probably a couple of endings I've missed. And I'm like, if I'm fancying just a little squeeze more of this, then I'll see what I've missed. I mean, as far yeah. as endings, I wouldn't say. I, w I would say there are basically double the original yeah. number of I, endings. I mean, I know there's at least one I haven't jumped down in the big hole without the item yet. I only did it with the item. So like, I know there's which, a... which in the original was just a glitch. Yeah. You weren't supposed to be able to get down there. And... Well, I know speech... Now they've just yeah. added some speech to it and called it an ending. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you? What else have you played? Uh, well, sorry, I was just going to quickly say oh, there, sorry, was, there yeah. was one one thing in that I would really kind of already like to go back into because, again, I did it on stream and yeah. I, I feel like a bit more attention paid to some of the, the speech yeah. in that. The end is never the end is never the end. The end is never the end is never the end is never the end is never the end. It's never the end. Yeah. Uh, like that ending and that whole experience... It's... See that that and and the object really made me feel like they were going. We're in the source engine. I'm... We're in the source engine. We kind of have to make this as portal as possible. I, because I... the end is never the end is never the end. 
when part of the back wall ceiling collapses mm-hmm. and you start to get grass growing through. It's got a real like aperture science yeah, after the, yeah. the plant life starts to grow. Yeah, I 100% agree. Anyway, yeah, uh, what else have you played? Uh, I played a reasonable amount of Nintendo Switch Sports. You did? And you didn't break a television? No, I didn't. I'm not like a few people on the internet. Um, yeah, so for anyone who's not checked it out, Nintendo Switch Sports is kind of an HD remake of Wii Sports, partially a little bit. Um, you've got some new Miis that are not quite Miis. You can use actual Miis if you want, but you can have slightly more customization if you like. You can have blue hair. Uh, you can have blue hair. Pink hair. Um... You have some sports from the original Wii Sports have returned. You've got uh, tennis, bowling. Uh, from Wii Sports Resort, you've got Shambara, which is the sort of sword fighting without blades, sort of your rounded swords. Uh, and there's a few new sports as well. I'll get into those in a minute. Um, tennis is basically 100% unchanged. Um, it is timing-based. Flick your wrist if you want. Um, timing dictates where you hit more than it does. Uh, angle yeah, does. There's n- um, no, like left stick no nope, around no nope. uh, there is no alternative controls for anything you're playing doubles doubles is the only way you play do we sports tennis but in hd uh bowling is fundamentally the same as it was on uh we sports you've got a bit more control over your angle um it feels a bit better at registering what you're doing in the throw mm-hmm. um the main reason that bowling's more interesting now is if you play online you can do essentially battle royale tournaments with online players where you get thrown in with a bunch of other bowlers and every couple of um every couple of i forget what the word is um sets sets every couple of sets um you will they'll rule out the bottom ranking players and you'll get fewer and fewer people until you get to the the finals and it's just like the last four um and that adds a fun sense of tension that's like it's more enjoyable than playing Wii Sports Bowling by yourself is to play with other people on the internet and be like creepingly close to that top spot and oh I really need that three strikes at the end. It's pretty fun. Uh, Shambara, fundamentally the same game as it was in Wii Sports Resort but it's less prone to um, losing track of where it is in 3D space in the one-to-one sword fighting. Um, They've added in a few extra types of swords so that there's some sort of type matchup stuff going on. Uh, do you use the twin blades where you've got two separate swords you move independently, but they're weaker hits? Uh, the charge blade, which gets stronger the more hits it blocks, uh, things like that. Again, very fun one to do in online multiplayer. It becomes a really fun two-person, just almost like a little ballet of a fight in the... Mm. It, it feels very personal, the combat, and that's really fun. Mm. I also like the fact that you can have somebody with single sword versus somebody with twin yep. versus yep. somebody with charge. And the, the way those matchups pair with each other is really interesting in having to be like, okay, I'm up against a, a charge sword user. I have to be really careful about not hitting their blocks because like that is going to cause me compounding problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, so talking about the new sports... Um, Badminton feels like the most motion... Ooh, very loud motorcycle. Um, Yeah, badminton feels like the most motion accuracy-based game, Mm -hmm. and the least like it's a sort of flick and hope. Um, You are playing a one-on-one badminton game um, with your sort of overhands, underhand shots. Uh, You can 
aim left and right where you're trying to hit it, you can do drop shots, and you are ultimately doing pretty lengthy volleys back and forth trying to force the other person to go out to a distant corner of the grid so that they are a long distance away from somewhere else you can make a shot into. Mm -hmm. um, it feels like one of the most technical skill-based games in the collection, and it is really impressive. It's a really fun little game. Um, volleyball I enjoyed a lot, but it's weird in that it is mechanically very simple. It is timing and a few different types of uh, usually up or down motions with the uh, with the, the motion controllers, but you are switching positions on the volleyball court um, amongst the, the major positions. You have an analog stick to move left and right to get into position, and you're having to do setting the ball in the air, jumping up and trying to spike it down, doing blocks at the net, and all... I, I think it benefits from the fact that all of the motions are very simple. It's all either, are you jumping up or hitting something up, or are you trying to hit a thing down? Um, but it's fundamentally about working out where the ball's going and what position you need to be in and what act you need to be doing to keep that volley going. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's really fun. The one I probably spent the most time with of the collection, um, and the one that I fundamentally think is the worst designed, ex uh, but is also the most fun, but is also the most frustrating, is football slash soccer. Um, it is... The least Wii Sports of a game in this collection, in that it is a dual analogue game where you are running around uh, with your left analogue stick, uh, using the right controller to um, do motions in various directions to dictate how you're kicking. So are you kicking to the left, to the right, forward, up, down, etc. Mm -hmm. um, it is a fun arcade sports game. If you like the idea of like a football match that only lasts like two minutes and only has four people on each side and is more like Rocket League than an actual serious sports game. And you have this weird header mechanic where you basically just go horizontal and you head to head first you, towards the You ball. do the Luigi sideways head first dash from Smash Brothers. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, it is your strongest direct hit, but it leaves you on the ground unable to move for a few seconds, mm -hmm. um, which is its sort of counter to it. The thing that frustrates me is the tutorial for that game does not teach a few of the basic mechanics, and once you understand the basic mechanics exist, and you're playing online with a bunch of people that don't know the mechanic exists because they the tutorial didn't teach them, this becomes the most infuriating game in the world. Mm. You can press a button at any time to go, I'm open, pass to me. Um, there is another button that will then, if you've got the ball and someone's done that, do an accurate, direct, fast pass directly to that person and have the ball right with them. Mm -hmm. The game does not teach you about either of these buttons. Which means that, like, frequently I would be up near the enemy goal and they've got no one defending it, and I'd be like, I'm open, I'm open, here, I'm open. And n no one, no one passes, ever, because they weren't taught the pass button exists. And it is frustrating. You sure it's not just because lots of people just don't want to pass? I, I don't think it is. I don't think it is because other people also aren't playing the past, pressing the pass to me button. No one's pressing the pass to me button because they don't know it exists. No one knows they can be passing to each other. Weird. Yeah. And it, it is fundamentally, you didn't teach that in the tutorial and no one is messing around with buttons they weren't told to. Aww. And it, 
takes what is fundamentally quite a fun game and makes me really annoyed by it. Uh, one thing I will note about Nintendo Switch Sports that is going to be a deal breaker for some people, and it's already annoying me, and it's probably a reason I won't come back to it, um, the game has randomised reward unlocks, and they're not real money purchasable, um, but they are time limited. Um, you play like three or four matches of a particular sport, you'll level up, you get a random pull, there's like 15 items per like theme, and then if you get all of the items, you get a full outfit or something. But the two that are currently available are seven days or whatever it is left until they go away and you can't earn those items anymore. And the Nintendo official Twitter account has already gone, make sure to play Nintendo Switch Sports every weekend so you don't miss out on the cosmetics. And I'm like, oh no, don't do this. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes upon the bikes. So like... If you're someone that's worried, has seen the randomized uh, reward pulls, don't worry, there's no way to spend money on them. But if your thing is you're going to feel a bunch of FOMO because you can't commit to playing regularly to get items before they go, yeah, it probably ain't for you. Uh, other than that, it's, it's just HD Wii Sports. What about you? What have you been playing? Uh, not a lot, I'll be honest. It was mostly Stanley Parable. Um did have a bit of a dive into um, Command & Conquer Remastered, because it's on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, how is it? It's Command & Conquer, the original. It's got slightly shinier graphics. Hold, holds up alright. <laughs> I, I have a desire to play an RTS, but not one of the ones that will require me to get Carpal Tunnel in order to do like a billion clicks yeah. per minute. Yeah. Like the ones that I, could, I like, I remember from my youth that apparently everyone was playing wrong because we weren't. I've been I've been told in recent years like no, you were always supposed to play the games like this. Well, fuck but, you! I didn't play them like I that. I didn't play like them like that, and I wish more modern games let me play in a slightly more slow, casual yeah. build up an army and just like completely. I I agree with you one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I, you know, I've, I've at least enjoyed that aspect of it. It's been fine. I've set it all the way to just the easiest possible thing. It's just like, I just want to... I just want to build Have up... this vague experience yeah. and enjoy the music again. I want to build up my powerful my powerful force and then steamroll everything in front of me. It's not Command & Conquer Red Alert 2, though. No. Red Alert 2 is so fucking Red good. Alert... I wish that would remaster. Red Alert 2 was my era of Command & Conquer. Cloning vats and just, oh. like, a huge army of fucking... Um, just conscripts yeah just like it doesn't matter what anything whatever the enemy has just like just a billion conscripts marching across the <laughs> map because they fuck everything up <laughs> exactly yeah um what about you have you played much um, i mean i've been replaying disco elysium is the main other thing yeah. uh, i've been playing that on stream i uh i i forgot how good that game is I, I knew it was good, and then I started replaying it. I was like, oh, this game's real good. Um, I'm playing I'm playing the himbo this time. I've got oh, yeah. high empathy, high muscles, low sneakiness, low intelligence. He's, he's, he's got a lot of heart, he's got a lot of muscles, not a lot of much else. Oh, um, I really like about this game, and I'm, I'm realising this on replaying, I really like how... A lot of things can be done incredibly early and in incredibly 
drastically different orders depending on how you spec your stats. Mm -hmm. um, simply because I spec'd really hard into Empathy really early on. Um, one of the game's, like, early, very notable characters is this very aggressive, abrasive um, teenager called Kuno. Mm -hmm. um, with, like, four hours into the first day um, in in-game time, I'd gotten, I'd gotten Kuno to open up about, like, everything emotionally going on with him. And I was like, I did not, I did not realise this could happen this early. Usually it's multiple days into the adventure that I get this far. Mm. Um, and I like that. I like that, depending on what you spec into, you can really s get to certain bits of content a lot faster. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm continuing to very much think that's a fantastic game. Uh, and I think that's basically everything I've played this oh, week. The only other thing I played, I played through um, Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. Oh yeah, how was that? Hmm. Yeah, I didn't get a lot out of it. It was, I played an action adventure all the way through in about two hours. Woo, I tore up a lot of things. And it's, it's weird actually, because I started playing it before last week's um, Podquisition came mm. out. And I finished it slightly after, so I had heard Conrad's thoughts on it. And I was like, I don't get it, but I'm not in America, so maybe there is more to it. Yeah. And you've confirmed that that is largely the case. That is my understanding. But like, it's it's a small, cute little thing. I appreciate a game I can play in like one sitting and go, yep, I did that. I did that. So was... Sometimes I just want to <laughs> play a game and finish it. Ah, just have a brief experience and... Achieves. I, I needed a little, little dopamine of I completed a game. Woo. Yay! Well, I think that's everything we've played then. Well, then, <gasps> time for this. Oh, you uh, up after much of the weekend? Uh, not really. No. Are uh, uh, you gonna gonna go see the the new uh, new superhero uh, thing that's on? Uh, I don't know. No, not 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 excited about about. The new the, that that new superhero one. I mean, kind of, but I mainly don't want to show up to the next one. I actually like can find out. I don't know who Zubaldoop Brimblesnim is and why she's pivotal to the saving of the multiverse from Uncle of some villain I skipped. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, you gotta do your homework if you want to watch superhero things apparently exactly you know it's been like that for a while and the, yeah. the canon gets bigger and bigger every year yeah I'm gonna be completely lost if I don't know you know that that person having a drink in the post credit scene was secretly the main villain all along Ooh. oh yeah don't forget woman on a bus from the first film oh yeah now getting her turns out that's the aunt of somebody else's cousin who recently acquired superpowers in the comic book, so we suspect that she's actually going to be coming along soon. And also that one guy who's like, yeah, in the background of that, that crowd scene at the end of the third one, that that guy apparently also super powerful, really very important, and oh. you need to see you've seen the third episode of the animated thing that was only available in Finland. Really... You, learnt, you learnt Finnish for that one, right? Oh, they've really got me trapped, huh? Oh, yeah. Ah, free me from this circle. Um, uh, what will happen if I do? Um, oh, oh, God. Bargaining, I suppose I have to strike a bloody bargain. Uh, wish, you can have a wish. Oh, 
Oh, okay. You know what? Sure. Uh, there we go. There, I've broken the broken the line. The circle's broken. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, your your wish. Uh, what 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 Oh, oh you're not, you're not, you're not doing you're not doing one of these monkey paw things, are you? Maybe. Uh, I mean, that's a real shame because I was gonna wish to remove student loan debt. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, but I, I guess I shouldn't if you're gonna, you know, do something evil with it. Well, I mean, I, I, look, I have to twist it, right? Okay. I have to twist it. Uh, okay. Um, do you think you could maybe be quite specific in some way about, uh, um, about, about the thing? Uh, I don't know. Can you can you help? Um. I don't know, something like that. I mean, obviously we can't just give it to the billionaires, because that's not really ironic enough. If you've got something... Maybe student debt's gone, but it's given to uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe uh, everyone who's ever opposed student debt has the debt now. Like those people who were just like, well, I worked bloody hard and I slept on my parents' couch and a small loan of a hundred thousand. Well, exactly. You see what I mean? I mean specifically those who opposed getting rid of student debt. Sorry, not right. those who oppose student debt. I oppose student debt. No, give, right, right. give it all the people that oppose getting rid of student debt because they're all greedy and like, oh, I suffered. You should have to suffer too. Fair. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can work that. Okay. Student debt gone. Unless you happen to have opposed student debt relief for people who are now burned more. <laughs> Oh no, you twisted my wish so effectively. Yes, don't you forget it. <laughs> so, <gasps> what have you put into... Gosh, they're really coming for us tonight, huh? They really are. Uh, what have you put into your... <sighs> well, uh, I've continued watching YouTube videos about people trying to move their Pokemon collections from one place they can be held to another. Okay. Oh, uh, we talked about last week trying to trade from Gen 2 to Gen 3 on cartridges. Mm -hmm. uh, this week I watched a YouTube video called Can You Move Pokemon from Game Boy to Virtual Console? Uh, by Tamahiro on YouTube. Um, basically going through the various pros and cons of playing um, the original couple of generations of Pokemon games on original hardware. Um, and the things that you sort of lose by going to virtual console but the things you gain and going what if i could have the best of both worlds can i move my save between the two of these mm. and it basically just digs a little bit into the world of um bootleg devices that will kind of do certain jobs for you and like there's no legitimate way to do this but like how you can get your save off of a cartridge to a pc how you can inject that into a modded 3ds um, what limitations are there with then moving those Pokemon further forward? Like, um, in cases like Pokemon Crystal, where the Virtual Console uh, English versions have additional content that wasn't in the original cartridges, can you move that save over and will it work in this version of Crystal and will you be able to access that content? Mm -hmm. It was an interesting little dive into a very specific little niche bit of yeah, but I want to do. I want to do both. Can I do it, please? Mm. Um, that was an interesting little video. What about mm. you? What have you been watching? Well, let's see. Uh, we've watched some uh, Adventure Time season five. I think we're yeah. most of the way through that season. Yeah, now. I don't. We we haven't reached whatever the finale of season five is going to be, but like we're we're right near there. Um, season five took a real step forward, didn't it? 
Yeah. It's, it's um, gone are the sort of like completely disjointed episodes and there is like way more continuous story. Season five has done a lot more with giving you that backstory that had previously only really been hinted at in terms of the world's prior state. Mm-hmm. It does a lot more in terms of fleshing out character backstories and trying to present some sort of empathetic sides to those characters. Because yeah, we had the Simon and Marcy episode. Yeah, we've we've had a we've had a few of those now. We've yeah. had a few. Um some of the supporting characters uh that I had expected to be a bigger part of the show have finally started getting dedicated episodes or episodes where they're a lot more present. Uh, Bimo Noir. Bimo in particular has suddenly started getting like full episodes and I'm very excited about that. Yeah, we had the Bubble episode. Yeah. We've we've now had three members of Star Trek Next Generation. That we have. (laughs) Um, I, I think that this season has definitely been a lot more willing to have consequences happen that stick around and impact things going forward. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly with regards to uh, Flame Princess and um, Finn's actions there having lasting consequences. Um, I think tonight was the first time you've seen the true King of Who. Yep, yep. This this is very much getting to the point of Adventure Time where I'm like, this is what... This is the mental picture I had of the show. Yeah. Is... Still leaning towards most episodes are inconsequential fun fluff, but with more of a balance of we're going to stop and make you have a cry or feel some genuine tension and horror for a second. Ah, it's fine. The fun's here to contrast again. Like, it's getting more to what I'd sort of built Adventure Time up as in my head. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's been real good. It has. It's been nice to go back for it. It's been... A long time. I feel. I feel like season five is one of the seasons that I've watched more than any of the others. I suspect that's true because there was a spell in this season where, like, a few episodes in a row, I was like, "I've seen this episode." Yeah. I think we must have watched some of this while sleepy after a party or something. Almost certainly. Also, like, I know for a fact that I have definitely gone back to a glitch is a glitch a bunch of times. Yeah. Because that episode is fucking wild. Yeah. And like after that episode, they really have stepped up the use of blending 3D animation into the 2D animation in places yeah. which have been neat. We've had the uh the pillow. Oh yeah, I I knew about universe. the I vaguely remembered the pillow universe and um God the pillow universe is heartbreaking. The ending they <laughs> gave Because I remember that a- you being like, Oh yeah, but it's gonna be how how is Finn gonna cope with this back in the I- real world? <laughs> The ending they gave the Pillow Universe episode is far more heartbreaking than what I had assumed it was going to be. Yeah. The heart, the thing I was picturing was traditionally heartbreaking. This was, this was just a knife in the in the heart. And also, I think it, it hits both of us because we are people who very often, hey, if the problem turns out to be memory loss, yeah, then that's way worse. Yeah, like, that's quite triggering for both of us. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather live with the hurt than than instant forget, and that's like, oh, 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 yeah, that's it's a it's a masterpiece of an episode, though, isn't it? It's so good. It's a really good episode. It's really yeah, season season five has had some like, oh yeah, these these feel like some show defining episodes, Ooh. like so far. Yeah, we had bubble. We yeah. had the best adventure with bubble. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, Weird Al and the truck. Oh, yes, Weird Weird Al and the truck. <laughs> Real all-over-the-place selection of 90s voices. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, still enjoying it so far. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, I rewatched Doctor Strange because, um, yeah, Be- Benedict Blueball Doops, uh, you know, I'm not gonna not gonna give him any money or Disney any money, but I was like, I I know that there's new Doctor Strange, and I I remember the original Doctor Strange entirely because of cool, weird, trippy visual, cool magic fights. I remember and, watching it after a rave. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. intro and bits later yeah. on. Very cool. And, and I was like, I, I don't want the situation of I watched the Multiverse of Madness because it's probably going to be very pivotal to future MCU stuff. And some character from the original Doctor Strange shows up and I'm like, I don't remember who or what the fuck your deal is. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I rewatched it. And um, while I maintain that uh, Stephen Strange as a character is completely fucking unlikable yeah. and has no redeeming qualities and there is zero reason why I should, as a viewer be happy for him to have these powers. I don't understand why he's being trusted with them, why he deserves them. He's the least likable person. He's a person. white man. He's, he's not, it's not just that. He's, he's an entitled white he's, man. He's the most insufferable kind of entitled white man. And like, That's why he should have the powers though, because he's an entitled white man. But like, Don't you understand? But like, <laughs> all of my problems with like, for, for, for every percentage point that I can't give a shit about the plot of that film Mm -hmm. is a percentage point that I am amazed and dazzled by the fucking visuals. Oh, the visuals are incredible. It is a masterpiece of a film visually. Yeah. And that's a big, that's the other reason that I'm like, I'll I'll go see Multiverse of Madness in the cinema because I want to see weird visuals on a big screen. Yeah, Um, that was my one regret with, like... The original Doctor Strange, yeah. I had no interest in watching it Same. because yep. don't like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yep. Agreed. Had no fucking interest. Agreed. <laughs> but then I saw one trailer and I was like, I want to watch this on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I want to watch this cross-eyed. Uh, so <laughs> I did. Um, yeah, and that that was a whole experience. But at the same time, part of me is like, I bet this would have been fucking amazing on a big screen. That's the thing. <laughs> I, there, there's a bit of me that's like, I want to see this on a big screen because I was the same as you. I just didn't give a shit about the original. But, like, not not only do I think they do a very good job with the visuals, but I also think that it's probably the most I've enjoyed a fight in an MCU thing just in terms of pure spectacle mm. because the ways that they uh, use their visual iconography uh, in consistent ways that make sense and, like, stay consistent uh-huh. but that really get creative with magic and what it can do like so often when magic shows up as a thing in combat it boils down to colored beam versus colored beam not very interesting it might as well be a laser it might as well be a laser it's very different when like it's very different when you're watching an entire like city undestroy itself backwards while a fight happens forwards inside of it. Um yeah. th- like things like that. It's like it's such a simple thing but it feels like it's making use of magic and how that could be like if you if you're just able to fuck around with reality that can make for cool fight stuff. Well, 
And, and I th- the thing I liked is that they talk about the consistency of that in um, No Way Home. Yeah. When when um, Peter's talking about the geometry of it. Yeah. Just like, oh, I knew what to do because geometry. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's not just let's do this because it, it, it looks cool. It's like, no, it's following predictable pr- principles and then deliberately breaking those to play around with it. Yeah. Like, it's... It's a it's a gorgeous film that's well worth watching for those reasons. Even if you're going to spend the whole time going, why the fuck does this man des- deserve to have the ability to rewrite his uh, reality itself? Don't, don't. Literally any other person would be better. Oh, he's, um, an, he's an insufferable prick. Stephen and Benedict. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, um, yeah. But and and I think the other thing with multiverse is gonna be it's clearly the key to what we on stage five now oh yeah that's the thing like this feels like a not skippable one in terms of i have my suspicions that we're gonna start seeing a bunch of other properties that haven't interacted with the mcu getting involved and like i saw i saw a post on twitter today saying I got to see the thing earlier, and here is everything you need to watch before you can watch this movie and truly appreciate all of it. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Firstly, I'm never watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't have time for that shit. Same. Um, I don't, you know, I don't care about that. I'm not going to be able to watch all of the final series of the original X-Men 90s cartoon. <gasps> what? That's going to be relevant? Apparently. I, um, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. In given Humans? Certain... Which I didn't even know what happened as a film TV oh, it, show. It, it happened as a film, it was shit. <laughs> oh, apparently very... that's going to be relevant. I can like... summarise in Humans pretty easy okay. for you, at least. Uh, uh, well, like, so the, the, the thing... That have led me to go. This might be, re- might be, or that led me to believe that this is going to be the key to the next part. We've got the a lot of the stuff that happened in Loki. Yes. Um. Especially the end of that. Yes. We've got the uh the whole um, uh, one division. Yes. Especially the end of like yeah. the post credit scene at the end what, of the end of one. Wonder's story is the main thing I'm excited about with this. Is I'm like I'm invested in what's going on with Wanda post one division. Mm-hmm. If uh, if this is where I got to go to see w- what goes on with Wanda next, sure, fine. We uh, because I'd seen Loki, I got the impression that No Way Home is also nodding towards oh this being a whole thing. Oh, a million percent it is. Like, and then of course there's that one episode of What If. Yeah. Although that wasn't the episode that people were like. I don't think that was the the episode I everyone mean, was like, this is relevant I, to the new movie. I mean, I'm assuming the uh, Doctor Strange relevant character from What If, I'm assuming that they're in this. That's my thought. I mean, that's the impression I got from the trailer. Yeah. Um, but like, it, it, it's, it seems like a lot, and I want to know what the thing is that's going to... S- be important for all the other films we've got to go to later. And you know what? Fine. If you're gonna if 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 no one watched the first Doctor Strange and you want to make another Doctor Strange and you know no one's gonna see it, I guess this is a way to get us to see it. Is to put all the other characters we care about in there in some form. Yeah. I mean it It's a lot to ask of new people to be like, yeah, you need to understand like a lot about the whole thing. Which is weird because like Five years ago, I was someone who was like, I am fucking sick of watching Uncle Ben die. I am yeah. sick of of um, origin stories. Yeah. 
Um, and and admittedly, like the most recent Spider-Man trilogy, didn't mm. do that until the last movie. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it, it's proved that we can just go into a superhero story they've, and not have to do they, they that have, one thing every time. They've held off a lot better than I would have feared of the comics industry in terms of holding off how long they could go before you had to watch a million things to understand a new thing. Yeah. Like, it's been going, like, 15 years. At this point, okay, fine. Fine. Uh, At least it's only one continuity at the moment. I I feel terrible for anyone who's, like, young enough that, like, they're just coming to this. Yeah. But also they have this whole wealth of media to watch. Yeah, (laughs) Hopefully they can download it all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what about you? You watched anything else? Um, yeah, what, I just realised we watched a bunch of movies at the weekend. Yeah, what did we watch? Uh, we watched the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie. That we did. Um, not going to financially support, um, oh, what's his face he plays? Uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, but, no. uh, that is a really good <laughs> video game adaptation to movie. Yeah. It, it's, it is a step up from the original in every regard, and I think it's an enjoyable enjoyable film it's an enjoyable film it was nice to see tails um knuckles is the ultimate himbo oh uh, <laughs> this version of knuckles is great this is perfect this is the only version of knuckles i want in any media ever forever now this knuckles is fucking great yeah um i think that the greatest character in that movie is not in any way related to the canon of the sonic games <laughs> Um, woman at wedding is the greatest, <laughs> yeah. the greatest fucking character. Amazing. I want a spin-off movie just about woman scorned at wedding, and and like just a backpack full of gadgets. Mm-hmm. I want to see that movie because we we got to that bit and we were all just like, yeah, I want to see her movie. Yeah, fuck agreed. the rest of this yeah. bullshit. <sighs> um, yeah, that was really good. Then we watched Uncharted. Yes, we did. Um. Yeah. It was a fine, if kind of forgettable, action film. I, I mean, maybe I didn't get as much of it as several other people in that room because I have never played an Uncharted game. Uh, I mean, there, there's not a lot of that. There's a, there was a little bit of... I see what you're doing with the source material. Um, it doesn't... It doesn't go too closely to the source material, which I think is to its benefit. Um, hmm. But, like, it was a fun... It was a fun kind of nothing action film that I'd I'd watch a second one of and have a perfectly perfectly fine time with. Mm. I'd watch another one while drunk with friends and go, yeah, this is pretty ah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it felt like it was kind of trying to be a Dan Brown movie I mean, at points. <laughs> I think it was trying to be a Dan Brown movie for an audience that wasn't fifty year old dads. I guess, yeah. Like that's that's the vibe I got from it. Yeah, it's um, yeah, Dan Brownie, Anna Jones, a little bit. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. got some the 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 chip scene that you've all seen in the trailer is a spectacle. But apart from that, I didn't really I, care. I I thought it was a fun enough action romp. <laughs> Uh, what was the other thing we watched? What else Attack we watch? of the Killer Donuts! Oh, Attack of the Killer Donuts! Oh, that... Okay, that film starts a bit slow. I w- there was about 15 minutes at the start where I was like, oh, is this going to be just a bad time and not a fun bad time? It felt like at the beginning of a trauma movie. It it was slow to get to establish its uh, its identity. 
but once it gets going, it's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> this movie is fucking great. It's just, it's so good, man. It's... It's the yeah. goodest, baddest oh, movie I've seen in a hold, while. Hold through the first 10, 15 minutes where it's a little slow-paced. Um, it is genuinely fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, watch it wasted with friends. Yeah, yeah. Mock it, mock it all the way through. Mo- mock it all the way through, but also have some real respect for what they pulled off. Yeah, it's, like some, it's... somebody spent an afternoon in Blender. Yeah, yeah, someone <laughs> learned how to make a donut shape and they sure got some mileage out I of sure it. Sure gave it some teeth, huh? Um, <laughs> and then made them dance. Yeah, you you know what? There are very few movies that could get me to laugh the way I did at a teenager shitting themselves to death. Yeah. 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 I was like, yep, you know what? You earned that. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Yep, and a woman dancing seductively around. A box oh my of god, the seductive! The, uh, there's a woman who seems like she wants she wants to fuck the donuts, and the the seductive dance is simultaneously longer than it needs to be, and also the perfect length. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, yep. that that film is it, it's so good. <laughs> I loved how we mocked it all the way through, and then we're immediately like, "Is there a sequel? There needs to be a sequel to this." Yeah, right? why isn't the sequel anything more than just one Tumblr post? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I I love it. It's great. <laughs> if you're looking for a good bad film to watch, this is worse. this is one of the better ones you could go for. <laughs> it's it's a good drunk watch with friends. Yeah. It's a good heckle watch. Yeah. It was very silly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you watched anything else? I or? think that was everything. I think that's everything for me as well. Well, then. <gasps> Time for this. Well, I've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you have tasks that you don't want to do? Perhaps you could automate them, but uh, not with Python. Um, I mean, oh, physical tasks. Yeah, physical yeah. tasks. I have quite a lot of physical tasks that I could, I could really do with automating that'd be wonderful would you like your mantelpiece dusted oh that sounds lovely would you like carrots peels <gasps> i mean yeah that's also a very convenient thing i could be helped with would you like just the top of the shelves just just dusted and, and clean oh i mean that would that would save me a job I, I that would save me a job how about the back of the fridge would you like that dusted oh that's a really good idea oh the wonderful so where can i get this one robot that will do all of these things head on down to very specific robots.lol.net and there are you can get all of those robots oh those are d- different robots yeah yeah. And and do they do anything more than those things? Like, can the carrot one peel potatoes, Ooh. for example? Oh no 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 no! It's a, it's a carrot peeling. Uh, okay, robot. okay. So it only does the one thing. Yes. Um, but like, okay, are these at least like very cheap, small, special? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It's it's very 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 expensive. Robot. And it doesn't do all of the. It only does it only does the the one. No. And they're large as well. Extremely large. Yeah. So like the mantelpiece dusting one can't even do the top of the the t- doing the top of the shelves can't do the mantelpiece no, while it's no, no 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 different different thing because obviously the mantelpiece one has to be array- able to like move the trinkets and put them back and and dust them and make sure that oh. that's not a problem but but the trinkets themselves won't get dusted just the mantle oh do I need a separate robot for dusting the trinkets well no you mentioned it that is available oh well where where can our listeners Get these various very robots. specific robots.lol.net into the code QMPS two ten 
and you too could have a very specific robot for trimming your big toenails. Is that when at least both feet the big toenail? No, there's there's, there's separate ones for left and uh. right. And also, they don't do thumbnails. They it says very specifically, do not put your thumbs in anywhere near these things. Oh God, wouldn't dare. Doesn't say why. Just doesn't seem to recommend that. Ooh. Inside the boardroom of Supremacy Software. Hi. Hi. So, uh, we're in a little trouble this week. What? I know, right? So unlike us to be in trouble. <sighs> so, uh, you know, a little while ago we released that very, 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 very bad platforming game. The, uh, I mean, we released a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, this was uh, the... the Our glory uh, days for platformers uh, are what, Something about uh, Wonderland, Wonder or something. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, 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 yeah with yeah, all yeah. the outfits and the, stuff. With the guy we sacked. Yeah, yeah, so, um... Yeah, he's been he's talking. He's been He's been talking. And, uh... Like, wait, I, wait, did we... Did he, did he not sign the thing? Well, I mean, we fired him in, like... Look, we fired him in such a way that we apparently didn't prevent him from talking. That is on us. Ah, oh, man. But now he has done the thing. Um, so, like, look, it's very obvious we release unfinished games in a rush to make a quick cash grab. That's Money. obvious. Money. But, like, you don't talk about that fact. Yeah, we have... Well, I thought we had, like, airtight contracts. Exactly. But apparently, apparently, if you fire someone for no reason and kick them off a project and end up having a lawsuit with them, blah, blah, blah... I love uh, firing people for no reason. I know, exactly. So That's what gets me hard in the morning. Like, he's apparently let it slip that we knowingly release unfinished games for a rush profit. And Asshole. We, I know, right? But we we got to spin this. So how do we make it that that's actually a good thing? It's a good thing that we release unfinished games in a rush for profit. I got some ideas. I can get them. Oh, yeah, 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 like. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the, yeah. Mm. Well, I, I, here's, here's, here's my first one. Uh, we, we start making... Uh, um, we, we pitch it that we're making sure that players get an insight into the creative process. It's like, right. uh, yeah, like yeah. those Kickstarters where you get to, uh, you get to see the thing as it's being made. You get to play it early and yeah, give yeah. feedback, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, how will we get player feedback if they don't see it? If the player doesn't see the things that need feedback. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we, it's because we respect the players and their opinions so much Exactly. So we have to do that. We we want them to have a say in whether or not they like the bugs. Absolutely. They're basically part of the team. What if uh, one of the bugs is good for speedrunning and they don't want it gone? You exactly. Know? We don't want to yeah. take that away from them. Yeah, they, they'll they, need they've that. got to see which bugs are good or bad, bad. You know, that we trust them on that. We trust them, the players. The players. Uh, Payers. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, if we patch it later, uh, you got to experience as an early adopter. Uh, yeah, you got a uh, whole experience that yeah. no one coming after you will ever see. It's it's an exclusive experience for those who buy in early, you know? That's, you know, that's that's bonus content for you. Absolutely. You are a fucking genius. I know. So, <gasps> what have you put in your... Yeah. Uh, well... I'm seeing my comic romance in a few weeks, and I am what? a little bit fucking obsessed. Uh, I've I've retreated into teenage um, special interest mode, and I'm just like, ah, I'm gonna see him soon. Um, and that led me to listening to a fan made 
um, fake MCR album right. uh, from 2020 called Back From The Dead. Right. Um, it is about 35 minutes long, mm-hmm. and it is a collection of a bunch of demo tracks from My Chemical Romance, stuff that was never on albums, Mm -hmm. a couple of tracks from solo projects, like I know one of them is a Frank Iero track, Um, a bunch of like things they did as solo projects or stuff that wasn't strictly MCR related, placed together kind of so it sort of flows as an album. Um, And it was a nice excuse to listen to a bunch of the like the more off-the-beaten-path MCR stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it scratched my urge for, please tell me there's a new album, is there a new album? Maybe there's a new album. I needed to scratch that. Mm. Um, the track list, for anyone who's curious, um, Someone Out There Loves You, which is sometimes called Untitled, um, or Stay, which was a track they did on the Life on the Murder Scene uh, live show. Um there's Hazy Shade of Winter, which is a cover that was done, I think, for... Might have been for an Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, Fake Your Death, which uh, was off of the 10th the, uh, anniversary CD they did. Fun fact, apparently that's the only track that got finished from an album called The Paper Kingdom, which was going to be the Black Parade follow-up uh, before they scrapped it. Um... Getting Down the Germs, which is a a Gerard Way track, Phone It In. Uh, Make Room, which is one of the conventional weapons tracks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Emily, which is uh, one of the demos that was on the 10th anniversary track. Um, All the Angels, same for that. Into the Cave We Wander, which was a Gerard Way solo track. And then This Song is a Curse by Frank Iero. Neat neat little fan-made album to satiate the urge I have to be listening to My Chemical Romance all the time. Mm-hmm. Seeing him soon. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about you? What have you been listening to? Um, I'm get, getting through. Well, I've been listening to a lot of the Empty Bowl. Yeah. I kind of. It's become my kind of go to bed. It's a really nice just background. I don't have to mentally engage thing, right? I think it's it's been a whole weird experience because. <clears throat> when I was little, I always yeah. used to have, listen to stump something while I was going to bed. Yeah, same. And cassette tapes were great for that, because they yeah. would just stop when they were done. I used to be the same with audiobooks. I used to fall asleep to them. Then I got to a point where um, I couldn't have anything on because my housemate's uh, hearing was so sensitive that she would just be like, can you fucking turn it off? Ah. Or I would have to, or Or I would have to sleep with earplugs in because... Other housemates were noisy so constantly. Yeah. yeah. Um. I had to stop doing it when I moved in with first partner. First time I moved away from home because they couldn't. They were. They didn't have the same sleeping preferences as me, and that was a compromise that was made. Mm-hmm. Um. But like, yeah, that used to be how I slept. Yeah. And we have recently taken to just gonna pop an episode yeah. of the empty bomb and fall asleep it, too. It's been really nice. Yeah. Um. As as a person with the ADHD, I find it a lot easier to go to sleep with a thing on because my brain has something background to be engaged with, so I'm not just lying there thinking about the fact I'm awake. Mm-hmm. And that helps. Also, it's very chill. Yeah. Soothing sounds. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a nice soundscape to back those episodes yeah. up. And the fact that it's just, it doesn't mean anything. It's not very heavy. It's just serial time. Yeah. It, it's a thing where... I am not 
emotionally invested enough in the world of serial that if I fall asleep during an episode, I'm going to go, oh no, I, I missed something. Mm-hmm. And that keep me awake. I'm like, I will listen and I will enjoy listening to this, but also if I fall asleep, ah, it's fine. Yeah. And that's been a real, real nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, have you listened to anything else? Oh, it's more MCR. I'm, I'm going to be listing a few different ways I've listened to MCR because that's how this week has been. Um, I've been listening a bunch to uh, an offering, which is the two minute or so piece of original music slash trailer for the Milton Keynes reunion show. The teaser. Um, the teaser. The teaser for the new album. The teaser that I genuinely still believe is a new album. Like, I think it's... I, I thought that at the time. And, yeah. and I, like, I all respect to them for... Because if, if they have literally sat on it for two years... Well, see, here's why I think they've sat on it for two years. MCR, not the kind of band to just put out new music and not make a big spectacle yeah. of it. And, and I suppose they have the, the clout to be yeah. able to just go... We're not going to release it. Yeah. As opposed to you who were like, yeah, I'm publishing my book uh, midway through a pandemic and I was yep. hoping to go and see people and share this with people and do stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like there's, at the very least, I'm pretty sure that their record label's smart enough to know that new music at the same time as new tour is a very good, very profitable yes. combo and that it's not worth forcing them to put the music out now. But like... I'm pretty sure that's the interlude-esque track off a new album. Oh. There's little. Th- I've been. I've been. I've been proper. Down the rabbit hole. I've been down the rabbit hole on this. Um, in the past, they have announced uh, and revealed new shows, uh, new albums as surprise drops in the UK. It's just a thing they do. They mm-hmm. did it with the Black Parade. Um, the June reunion show is the only one that got its own dedicated, multiple minutes long trailer for a single show. And that's a really weird thing to do, right? Um, when they said it was happening in June, they didn't spell it June. They spelt it J-V-N-E, V, Roman numeral for five, fifth My Chemical Romance album. Um, there's a bunch There's a bunch of shit where I'm like, mm, mm, it's happening, it's happening. <laughs> I still believe the thing. The first we knew they were doing a reunion is because Joe Jonas, of all people, from the Jonas Brothers talked about the fact that they were in the next studio over from him recording music. Yes. And that proved to be true in as much as they were in a studio and getting making music together again. Question is, was it new music? I think so. Um, ugh, all on <laughs> down the rabbit hole. I Also, someone pointed out, and I'm like, oh shit, that's a thing. They've never played Fake Your Death live. Um, and I'm like, what What if they fucking open that show with Fake Your Death and then go into new music? Like, that's that's a thing I could see them doing. <laughs> I could see the, those mad lads. Um, people have pointed out, usually MCR announce what's in their VIP merch packs uh, in advance of the shows. They haven't done so for this tour, and it's coming up real soon. It's like, is it stuff to do with new, new things? So, yeah, I'm a little bit obsessed and have been listening to um, an offering on repeat quite a lot. What have you been listening to? Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been catching up with the last season of Dice Funk a bit more. I'm yeah. getting there slowly. You you know what the full actor is and, and stuff. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I think I'm near the end. I think I'm probably about 
five or six episodes away from the end of that, so Yay. I finally go up after a year of not very consistent listening. Hooray! It's it's hard to catch up with that series if it gets away from you. Yep, and it's hard to keep up with podcasts in general when you don't leave the house. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. yep. Any any time I travel for work, it's the only time I I do my catch ups now. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you listened to anything else? The only other thing I've been listening to is more MCR. Just Tell us more about of it. it. I've been listening to the set list from their reunion show they did in LA at uh, mm-hmm. the Shrine a couple of years ago. Um, not much to say other than it was a real good set list. It was a really good balance of old stuff, newer stuff, obscure stuff, popular stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like. It was nice to see them try out a few things from like uh, like make room from conventional weapons. Um, it was just nice seeing them throw out some of the stuff they don't play live very often. Um, I it is a good set list. It's a real good set list. If this is what they play when they're in the UK, if they played this same set list, I'd be very happy with it. It's a very good set list. Yay! Um, you listen to anything else? No, that's everything I listen to. Well then, time, time for, for this. this. Did you hear about Tarquin? Well, what about Tarquin? Tarquin, well, you know, it was, uh, it was stuck by lightning. Oh, you don't say? Yes, Portland Smythe also recently oh, stuck by lightning. Goodness, goodness, more than one person we know has been struck by lightning. Uh, Reese Jones also oh. struck by lightning. Oh, it's quite, quite the list. Have they all been walking Crabby. around with, um, with, with lightning rods on them or something? No, no, I, I, apparently um, Portland Smythe was just in, in the middle of uh, one of those uh, May God strike me down if my views on queer people or sex workers or reproductive rights or whatever it was... Aren't exactly what he wants, and apparently just uh, just struck by lightning as well. Oh, complete mystery! Complete coincidence! Complete mystery. mystery! Yeah. Oh, was that the same for the others? Were they? Were they? Uh, coincidentally, were they also? Yeah. Apparently, just all just went for strike me down. down oh, and, they got, and they got oh wait, sudden what? suddenly lightning. Oh no, it wasn't even cloudy. Apparently. Oh goodness! Well, bright I'm... sunny day. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's never a zero percent chance of anything. Exactly. Sometimes very rare things just happen hey, coincidentally. Oh, 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 I've just uh, just heard uh, Reese Mogg has been uh, struck by lightning as well. Oh, oh, oh and he's always oh. pontificating. Oh. oh goodness. Oh well, I guess it's with the Lord now. Ah, oh, guess oh. guess we'll never learn the answer to this mystery. Yeah, well, 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 mysterious. Down a right wing and center right bullshit. Mm-hmm. Had enough of landlords, billionaires, shitty bosses. Yeah. Come on down to World of Guillotines. We got a guillotine for every budget. We got multi guillotines for bulk disposal. We got deals on catering packs for your next general strike or similar protest. Come on down to World of Guillotines. Just next door to World of Chainsaws. Chop chop. So convenient. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Social justice warriors. Social justice warriors? Yeah. Alright, Larry. Alright, Larry. How you doing? Oh, mate. Tired. You know, do you know, do you know the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning? I'm imagining it's the same thing I saw when I woke up first when I woke up this morning. Supreme Court of the United States leaked documents. They're planning to overturn Roe v. Wade. Yep, yep. They were, uh... Federal abortion, uh, abortion protections, likely to vanish fucking overnight soon. It's... And 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 people are pointing. See, I didn't, I don't really understand American law. It seems 
needlessly complicated, but I also understand that UK law is needlessly complicated. Um, And I understand some of that is is obviously necessity for for language and making sure that uh, what is the crime is absolutely uh, understood. But, you know, I, I, I think that is somewhat concerning, but... Someone pointed out that at any point in the last, I think it's 80 years, yeah. uh, that the, the, the Democrats or anyone indeed could have, have, have like made that a proper yeah. permanent right. So the, the short version is that uh, Roe v. Wade was a court case that made it up to the Supreme Court, yeah. and it's basically acted as precedent. You know, what abortion protections have existed because that one time in the past they existed, and it is assumed they still do because it set precedent. And they never bothered to make an actual law directly saying it, and now it seems like that that implied uh, precedent might be going away. And... and I also understand that the person who like headed this whole movement is saying that um, that also that might fundamentally undermine a bunch of other things. Oh yeah, for sure. Like what if if you look at the uh, the leaked uh, the leaked ruling. It sure seems like it's also angling to remove a lot of other kinds of bodily autonomy, yeah, which yeah. doesn't surprise me because it's been the right wing playbook for the last few years. Has been yeah, certainly finding conservative Christians. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very much been the plan of attack in a lot of regards. Is remove bodily autonomy for a lot of groups of people. Yeah, because uh, like one group in particular that's a bit worried about the ruling here is. Uh, it, it seems like it might take a step towards um, criminalising homosexual sex. Yep. Um, but, like, you know... It, and removing the right to, to um, same-sex marriage. Exactly. And, like, this isn't the first time we've seen attacks on bodily autonomy. It's it's the playbook they've been using with every, you know, with every minority group recently. Um, in particular, we've been seeing a lot with trans people. Like, it's been the common playbook for trying to take away trans rights for a while now. Yeah, I mean, we uh, saw in the UK with the whole Bill versus Tavistock that they were trying to remove Gillick Gumpers. Exactly. They're trying to take away bodily autonomy uh, specifically for trans youth, but be like, oh yeah, other youth, you can have your bodily autonomy, but not trans youth, and also probably not uh, young women who want abortions, because again, it's, it's all just... it's. It's cis straight white men wanting to reduce everyone else's bodily autonomy because that makes them easy, more easy to uh, to control. Yeah, cis straight white men and and gender crits yeah. who are seemingly digging so far into this. I mean, I've seen a lot of them commenting on on today's news, and and it, it oh, all, has all boiled down to define woman. Yeah. Like the number of people who were just like, no, we we, we very important bodily autonomy and and, and, and you oh, know abortion rights and so I, forth. And I wish you could get those people to understand that we're in the same fucking fight. Like, yeah, know, like this is what they want. Us fighting each other and not going. This is a fight against bodily autonomy that is being weaponized against anyone but the people in power. Yeah, or disturbing. I've seen so many saying, well, you know, if if that, that that's the uh, that's the price we pay. To help get rid of the transgenders. I mean, that's been a long-going thing for a while. Like every time you see, every time you see an anti-trans person uh, willfully restrict the definition of woman to the point it no longer covers all cis women. You know, it's it's worthy worthy harms against cis women to get the trans women out. Like, it. Everyone's just got to see that all of these fights to take away bodily autonomy are part of the same battle. Yeah. Whether it's taking away trans people's access to medical uh, medical uh, medication and medical treatment yeah. through to, you know, dismantling Roe v. Wade, it is using a lack of bodily autonomy 
to keep powerful people in power and we should all be you know in solidarity against this absolutely it is a terrible day for everyone and you know we all need solidarity yeah yeah oh, hug me oh yes please oh. I think I'll go uh, pop the kettle on. Oh, sounds lovely. Nice, nice. Solara? <gasps> yes? Uh, book. Book. Book, book. Book, 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 book. Me? What? Who? We, us? We, book. us. We, us, book. Uh, who, who wants the whale? My, sorry, my brain stopped working. <laughs> said, we said we said book too many times. Um, do you want to tell us about who hunts the whale? It's a book what we wrote together. Yeah. Uh, it's about the the games industry, the video games industry, but not the real one, obviously. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, it's it's how uh, who would possibly consider satirizing the. The video game industry. I mean, what? <gasps> uh, yeah, it's 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 about a person who goes and works for Supremacy Software. You know that entirely fictional company. Very that... fictional. Never based on real world events. Uh, and that that we have we 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 have been talking about on this show for many years, four years now. Yeah. Wow. Um. So yeah. Uh. You, you can read that book about about that thing that we do, and it's very good. And. It, we can't talk about when it's coming out, I don't think yet, but um, it is coming out. It's rapidly approaching. It's on its way. Ooh. It'll be there as soon as we can talk about it. Unbound.com slash books slash whale. And you can, you can pre-order a copy now. Yeah. it. And there's merch and stuff. You yeah. Can get, you can get all sorts of cool extra bits. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what about you? What about your book? What your me, other book? Uh, the uh, you book only. Uh, me only book. Uh, me and my dysphoria monster. It comes out on, on April... Uh, August 18th, sorry, my brain short-circuited. August 18th, 2022. Uh, other than that, you can find me at Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere. Just search for Laura K. Buzz, you'll find all the things. Oh. What about you? Where else are you? Um, Well, I don't have the, 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 the unified, unified branding yeah. like you do, so streamerlinks.com slash Janiac, J-A-N-E-I-A-C. That is all of my links in one place. Ooh. I think that's all of my links <gasps> in one place. That's a lot of links in one place. You can get my t-shirt stuff, and you can listen to music, you can hear all the podcasty bits that I do, and you can support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio for as little as a month, uh, for, for as little as a month, for as little as a dollar a month, you can help me justify a 76-hour work week. And uh, never stopping, never stopping, ah, ah, please help, please help, ah, thank you. Um, thank you very much to all the lovely people who support me there, I very much appreciate you all. Uh, we got we got a Discord and stuff. Come hang out. Come say hello. There's the the sexy potato squad are absolutely lovely. Yeah. Laura, tell us about your unified branding. Ah, I already did, but I can do it again. Do Laura it again. K. Buzz, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well then, will you sing us out, please, darling? <laughs> I'm gonna stroke your dinner. <laughs> Until next time, be a stranger. Oh, I'm a sleepy bean. You're a sleepy bean. <laughs>